Hi, John. Hey, Alex. Do you know what I hate? What's that? Flash Thompson. Oh, really? No, I mean, the kid did a fine job, but yeah. I couldn't think of anything to say I hated about this. Oh, I, I don't like this movie. I don't like Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man! Really? Uh, it's it's fine. I mean, it's not. A, it's like getting mad at Denny's. Like I knew what I was getting when I went into it, but still, they kind of fucked up my moons over my hammy. Wow, I'm I am not shocked because I mean, basically, you told me you didn't like this previous to this moment. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I thought. This I mean, like, like delightful. It's okay. It's fine. It's a fi- it's a fine kids movie. It's a it's a fine kids movie. I, it's it's like a C plus. I think it's too bloated to be breezy as breezy as it wants to be. If it was an hour and a half, it'd be great, but it is not. It is two hours and 15 minutes of a lot of the same shit. I don't have a huge, I mean, I'm fine with Spider-Man, the characters. There's not like a whole like, well, they fucked this up or that kind of shit. I just, I don't know. It didn't do it for me. Tom I, Holland's fine. I like him. Yeah. What I don't like about this is you going, well, it's a kid's movie. It's, it's fine, a kid. It's, it's, it's absolutely a teen's movie. No, I get that, movie. but you're being like edgelord because it's not like you, it's not like you, when we're doing like Boss Baby, you didn't go, well, for a kid's movie. Yeah. No, okay. No, but I'm, but I'm just saying, I'm saying. You if, are if you, interneting if you, at me. If you approach it at the level of a movie for teens, it's fine. Same thing with Boss Baby. If you are a child watching Boss Baby, it's fine. But if you want to be a grown up about it, it's not very good. I want to be a grown-up about it because yeah. I think this movie is a delight. Yeah, and it's got it's got great moments in it, but it's just long and there's a lot of stupid shit. All right. Well, weirdly enough, as much as I like this movie, I do agree with that statement because, well, other than I didn't think it was too long. I mean, it's, I did. it's way too long. Yeah, it's that way I too long. With. There's there's all these things so that like the, the essential dramatic tension in the movie is Spider-Man being torn between being a regular kid and then having to go do Spider-Man shit, and they do that four or five times. Like it's the same choice a billion times. And then mm. at, at the end of each choice, very little consequences. It's, it reminded me of my feelings about uh, Catch Me If You Can, where Catch Me If You Can was like, oh shit, is he going to write another check? Oh, he did. Oh no, he couldn't possibly write another bad check. He wrote another bad check. Oh my God. He couldn't do it again. He did it again. Like it just was really samey. And I needed much less of that. Yeah. I, I, I see where you're coming from. I mean, in that I know two plus two doesn't equal five. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I didn't see, I didn't feel that. I mean, in that, I didn't think they were setting up the same kind of narrow, uh, you know, dramatic setup of him choosing between the two. It was just more the. I don't think it was very effectively done, but I think the heightening of stakes because, like, all right, so there were no stakes. Dude, did you see how hot that fifteen-year-old girl was? <laughs> it did not matter. What, did. No, no, but what I'm saying is. If you have the choice, this kid's 15 years old no. in the world of this movie. Right. No, let, me, let me finish. And he goes, come on, Peter. Let's go be skimpy and get wet in a pool together, T.E. Mm-hmm. And that dude chose being a hero over that. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't heighten tension, you, sir, do not remember being 15. Maybe the first time, yes. But like the fourth or fifth time, it's like he's clearly made his choice. I get it. And it's also that – so they they didn't do any if – you, if you know Spider-Man at all, they didn't do any Uncle Ben shit. Oh, thank Christ. Yeah. Well, so fair enough. Like – this is the, what, third reboot of this series, uh, if, if you followed it at all. And this movie kind of expected you to have, uh, to a degree, because the whole opening Civil War sequence really expected you to know what had happened up until then, because they didn't really do a good job of conveying what had actually happened. But 
you were sort of reminded of it. So without like that Uncle Ben shit, the whole with great power comes great responsibility. When he, that whole thing happens, his choice is like, I, I can't sit by and let things happen. That was, that was the choice he made as a character in, in those movies. This one, it's just, I want to be an Avenger. I want to be an Avenger. I want to be an Avenger. Yeah. That's it. There's no, so there's no dramatic tension of like, oh, but I can be a teen. Yeah, but I want to be an Avenger. And it's, it's that. And again, like any consequence that happens is really quickly like, whoosh, just quickly dealt with. It's not a problem. Hmm. Which again, if this was an hour and a half movie, just breezy as shit, fine. But like I said, by the, by like the third or fourth times this happens, I'm just like, yep, all right. People should have died on that ferry, by the way. But yeah, well, all right. It's a, the the there not being a lot of stakes. Mm-hmm. I think the pro, that's a, just kind of a ubiquitous problem with every superhero movie. Well, particularly is, Marvel movies, yeah. Yeah, or well, even DC. It's not like what I think. Like that one that that guy that was called "I'm gonna die" in the third act died. Right. But it's not like anybody ever like. No one of mm-hmm. consequence. Like, I mean, they really are these, like, everybody is made of titanium movies mm-hmm. where, I mean, it's super, you know, everybody comes back from the dead and whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose so. I just, I, I guess I've just always taken it as those movies, that's just the way these movies operate is no, there are no, no stakes for the characters that are long lasting for the most part. But, but the way this movie also treats death, like when my, Michael Keaton just straight up murders a guy and it's just like, boop, boop. He like he crossed that line into murder apparently, and it's just like, Mrrr. and then there's a joke about uh, uh, I can't think of the actor's name right now, but his but his teacher, he's like I can't lose a student on a field trip, not again. Boop boop, someone died. Who cares? Moving on. Okay, well that was just a funny line, and yeah, I'm but annoyed it's just, that you pointed that out because I found that very amusing. I, I did. I was his, so his I, staring off into the distance yeah. and saying not again. I found that so terribly amusing. So I I like. The character of Spider-Man, all right. Like I said, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan, but like imagine if this movie existed in the DC universe rather than in the Marvel universe, where everyone's the comic relief. Everybody. So it kind of takes away that kind of Spider-Man being the talky funny guy. It takes that away a little bit. Because everybody's the comic relief in this movie. And I got really tired of that. Hmm. Like like man Aunt May is trying to be funny, the Ned guy who's basically a step below foggy for me. I did not like him. Okay, uh, well, I I, th- I think you're being a little nitpicky there because Aunt May wasn't funny at all. She was being a nerdy aunt, right? But that level of joke, they're like, oh, look at this nerdy aunt. That's throughout the entire movie. Oh, I see. What you're that's saying. the same okay. level as the as the a lot of the jokes. No, in this movie. and there's some legitimately funny shit in this movie. But no, there's there is a, a thing I have a problem with Marvel in which like. Everybody's Tony Stark at a certain yeah. point with the snippiness, mm-hmm. but like I thought they did Aunt May well, where it's her joke is this this foreign food has a funny name. Yes, I'm gonna keep saying it, which I thought was like an endearing. Oh, that's that's the way an aunt would have humor, right? But yeah. I think that's a lot of the humor in this movie, throughout a lot of it. So so it just kind of felt like having your cake and eating it too, I guess. Where it's where because it's played off in that moment is like yes, this is a stupid joke, but there's a lot of bad jokes. Are you saying that because Ned's plus sized? No, I don't. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's what. That's my problem with him. Not that he's kind of a pointless character. Alex hates body shaming. That's, yes. that's what the show should that's be called. John, John, Alex hates body shaming, John. Yeah. No. yeah. He, John, a perfect Adonis. That's, yes. Well, yeah, just because, just because you're, you're chiseled at a testosterone and, and yeah. did marble. Every, every episode I'm doing push-ups. Yeah. Every episode. Which, which by the way, just even diet a little bit as well because like no i, I mean just, you're swole as fuck but <laughs> i just have good shoulders that's yeah. it. just sick traps um so okay let's talk about the the kind of opening thing well one they open with 
I kind of like they open with Michael Keaton kind of setting up why he's pissed off. Right. Like, I, I like Michael Keaton in this. Yeah. And I think it's kind of an interesting character, but they don't really do a lot with it. And I think I feel like for a lot of the origin stories, for, for lack of a better word, because that's basically what this is without actually being an origin story, um, the villain is really kind of ancillary because that's really about the hero doing this. But the the villain kind of, I don't think, represented any sort of like mirror image to him or didn't like have a particular ethos that he needed to overcome, you know, sort of like mirrored whatever it is he was going through to kind of overcome. I didn't really get that. He was just sort of there. But I still think Michael Keaton did a good job. Yeah. Well, I thought what they were going for was the... It's like the, the blue-collar working class guy? Well, no, but it's, it's he he found, he found power and used it to get money easily, which he's, you know, Peter could do and yeah. he never thinks of it. Because they do have that kind of energy, like, interchange for at one point where Michael King's like, come on, guys like us, we get... And, like, yeah. frankly, and he's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's He is correct, which I thought yeah. was a cool way, but... But, uh, but it's... But, but he's, the whole time, he wants to be Tony Stark's boy. He wants to be Tony Stark's... So he's always on the side of power. He's always on the side of, of this this perfect corporate can do no wrong, uh, apparently side. So no, there's but no he overcoming could easily there. be on the like. Do you know how easily Spider Man could just steal shit? Yes, but like, I'm, sa- I'm yeah, saying, yeah, but yeah. he doesn't. He never makes that choice. He is he is always just I want to be. I want Elon Musk to love me. That is always his. Oh, his yeah, point I guess of that's your design. Yeah. yeah. So, but the the part of the beginning that I was I was I wasn't confused by, but I kind of. I wonder what people going into this having not seen the other mm-hmm. Marvel movies is where they do his little um, home video thing where Peter's like, hey, I'm about to get on a plane with Happy and then, no oh, crap, I'm in Germany fighting these people, which that totally makes sense to me. And I found that I love that se- sequence, but I've seen all the other Marvel movies. Yeah. So would if someone hasn't seen the other Marvel movies, is there any fucking way they would understand what happened there? Yeah, I don't know. I, and I because I had that same thought and I don't know if this was the intention of the filmmakers. Because it would still kind of work. I found that bit so lonely and and sad. Just because it's him. Because he starts recording this this vlog for himself. And, and Happy, uh, uh, John Favreau's character, is like, you know you can't show this to anyone, right? And he's like, ah, well, whatever. Oh, which, by the way, he doesn't do anything to stop him from recording. But, uh, but it's just him recording the stuff on the phone, like, for no one. Yeah. Maybe, I guess for him, but it just... So if it, in, in order to help show that Peter was an isolated kid or something, that was that could work. But personally, I just found I just started thinking about like how sad that whole thing was. Well, I thought that was part of his character. Was it, he's yeah yeah, and I like, but I but I don't know if that was the filmmaker's intent or not. I thought it, I thought it was just because like it's clear that he's being picked on. Mm-hmm. Ned's his only friend. Like the, the only reason he even you know remotely has any like interest is because essentially. He's putting out that Spider-Man, that that SBD energy. Right. Yes. <laughs> no S S. No, that's right. no S M S M B D energy. B D S M. Yeah, yeah. Which is very confusing. Either way, Spider-Man Big Dick energy is the only reason anybody's ever interested. That'd in be him. Big Spider Dick. Oh, whatever. Yes. So okay. Uh, I enjoyed that as a thing. No, it was, it was fun. It was I, a nice little recap. Well, because and and I thought it was obvious. Not obvious, but I thought that was meant to be that he's an isolated character because it cuts immediately to Flash Thompson calling him Pedence Parker when he's in school. Which not okay. cuts immediately to, but right. that's the next kind of major. But I point. do okay. So uh, canonically speaking, uh, Flash Thompson was always like a big like football star oaf guy. Yeah, and they changed it to just being like a guy kind of like Peter, but like more popular, I guess. But no one is ever around Flash Thompson. Does anyone even like Flash Thompson? Well, I think he's just supposed to be the, the rich kid bully archetype yeah. instead of the strong kid. But well, because in, in nowadays, like 
uh, I I'm sound like I'm a million here, but like in the modern culture, uh, physical violence is just so abhorrent. No, I, that if I, you I get put it him as a physical bully that it comes across as something different. Well, when Flash Thompson, the original character was written, that was just like, kind of like, ah, he's just razzing the boy yeah. by beating him mercilessly. Like that was fun high school stuff. So you can't do that. But nowadays. Just, I, I just never got the indication that, and that doesn't mean it's going to stop bullying, but I never got the indication that anyone liked Flash at all. No, his whole party was chanting "Penis Parker" with him. I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's—I don't have to like someone to do that. That's easy. I'll just do whatever anyone with a microphone. I'm just tells saying me he do. knows how to get a room turnt and lit. Okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I don't know fair what enough. either of those. No, you, mean. but you used it correctly. One hundred percent. You learned that phonetically. <laughs> yes. I see your Lil John yeah. word of the day calendar. Yes. Let me. Oh, I forgot the tear off scissor. <laughs> we. Oh, and this is sort of where we're introduced to. Uh, I think this is where we're introduced to Liz, his his paramour. Yeah. Um, but I did like how we're introduced to them by her and her friends on the on the bleachers doing Mary Fuck Kill for the Avengers. And mm-hmm. I, I found that so endearing because that's a part of the Marvel Universe you wouldn't think of. But like, they totally would be sex symbols. Like, if this were a world we lived sure, in. Sure, yeah. And I just found it funny that that's, of course, high school girls would be talking about that. Well, in much way. in the same way that like those, those crooks are wearing like the shitty masks of the like yeah they, yeah, they yeah. would be marked in hell although the thor mask if i want to be nitpicky the thor mask didn't make sense because he never wore a winged helmet and, he, and he's always had a beard but whatever uh, oh, is that true i didn't really yeah well i mean like that is the the mask is the old jack kirby thor and that's not what this thor has ever been i think the greatest character in this movie and i wish she was in it more though it probably would ruin it is um mj uh zendaya I okay. So uh, like like yeah, but they they like they didn't really give any context for her being in like all these scenes until like the very end and then by that point it was like, yeah, obviously. Like it wasn't really a big reveal because I'm like why else would you be in all these scenes? Because this is very Oh, that she's MJ. There's there's yeah. just shoehorn like when they're at the Washington Monument and there's the whole thing like I don't want to visit things that were built by slaves. Why am I watching this? What does this have to do with anything that's going on right now? Okay. Yeah. But that was a funny scene. I really was I, it. I, I mean, like, like fair. I'm glad you enjoyed it, but I just was just like, what does this have to do with anything? This is just like, I'm woke, everybody. Okay, moving on. I, I don't know. It just it felt stupid and, and out of place, shoehorned in. Well, I think I think being you know being much older than me, I think you're letting mm-hmm. your age show here. And, That's true. And you're letting your privilege show, frankly. Right. Is that in in the world we live in now? And you're at a place so problematic as the Washington Monument that you need to address it uh-huh. or you can't do anything about it. Sure. You know? I, I bet you could. I, I, I absolutely 100% think that you, you could. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, if you and your white supremacist friends want to start making movies, then you can do it. But I think that – no, I just really like the security they, guard doing the so-so hand. Yeah. <laughs> just, I like, if it was, no, if it was like what? built into the story better, I would love it. But <laughs> it's, it's not. It's just like here's a joke. Okay, now the, now back to the rest I of the movie. Just, I, 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 maybe it's because most of my friends were like that girl in high school that uh-huh. I was just totally like, yep. That's, oh, no. Absolutely. Yeah. My, my, but like if, if, if Spider-Man like in, in trying to save everyone was like, huh, it's weird – that uh, these people trapped an elevator in the Washington Monument. This was built by slaves, and they're slaves to gravity. Uh, yeah, that would, that would be one hundred percent better. One hundred percent. I'm, you know, I take back my liking that scene. Yes. Now that you've punched it up so much better, it, it's the same thing. And we, and we and I feel like we've talked about this all the time now, where it's like not like too much, not enough. Where it's like she's in there a lot, but like I don't, she's not really a character. She's just someone that shows up and says things. And well, then, that's that's why I like her in a kind of. Um, she's almost like a like a like an arc, you know, like a like an Edward Gorey kind of painting, like just like this weird thing standing in the corner. Sure. And if it was, and if it leaned more high schooly than it did, I think it would. She would have more of a yeah. place. 
But I feel because it's sort of trying to, much like Spider-Man, straddle the two worlds. I, I think it's just not there. She's not. Fle- I mean, none of the characters on that end are really fleshed out very much. Yeah. Well, I, her, the, I think the reason I liked her is that she wasn't fleshed out. Like not that's not the reason, but I thought that it worked really well of this kind of total outsider. Like, what the fuck is this? But she's yeah. also like super confident. And, sure. it, and her, like, razzing the guy in, in detention. Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't even have detention. What are you doing here? He's like, I just like drawing people that are in crisis. Now, every scene with Hannibal <laughs> Burris, I enjoyed. And yes. I, mean, I know we're kind of going out of order, and that's that's fine. But uh, the, I, the, the thing that I genuinely found funny throughout the movie was repeatedly there. there the, he is sh- he's like the gym teacher, and he's showing them these videos that Captain America has done. Those are, those are winners. Because that is 100% what Captain America would do. Yes. Those like lame, like presidential fitness challenge and then here's how to be a good citizen. I just love, and I'll hand it over to my good friend, your gym teacher. Yeah, and he's pointing to the wrong side. Yeah. And yeah, and just that, the, just the throwaway line of he's like, isn't that guy like a war criminal now? It's oh yeah, just, yeah. Hannibal yeah, Burst like a, is always funny, but that was just great. Yeah, pretty sure this guy's a war criminal now, but it's, you know, stayed. It stayed, <laughs> makes me show. Yeah, yeah. that I thought was funny. Who was the, who was the other guy, uh, the other teacher, the, the one that lost the student that had the flower? Uh, uh, Martin Starr. He was uh, Haverchuk in Freaks and Geeks. He's Gilfoyle in uh, Silicon Valley. He's, I think he's one of those like Judd he, Apatow guys. He's on like, Comedy Bang Bang sometimes. Yeah, yeah. When the when the Silicon Valley pool crew shows up. Okay, that's that's what I know him for because I knew his voice and his face looks like. Yeah, yeah that guy's got to be funny because look at his face. And he was yeah. apparently in in the Incredible Hulk as like a computer tech, and uh, the the excuse because Marvel I guess doesn't like to cast people in different roles, and so their excuse was uh, that he was getting his degree at that time. Which, if I could get a little meta inside baseball here, so this is a Sony movie. And Sony originally had the Spider-Man character that's yeah. outside of the Marvel thing. And it's from viewing it from that standpoint, it's kind of gross that this whole movie is the Sony licensed guy being like, can I be in the Avengers? Can I be in Marvel? Can I be in Marvel? And it's just oh, like, yeah, shit, I yeah, think about it's just that. like, oh, that's okay. It's, it's like, uh, yeah, you can make a Spider-Man movie, but you got to kiss our ass. Oh, that's too funny. Oh, yeah. they, oh, if only they had a scene like, but Aunt May, I've always wanted to go to Disney World. Disney is yeah. like a land of magic and mystery, and I just wish I could go to Disney and work for them. Well, I kind of started thinking about that, too, when they were building the start, uh, the, the Death Star Lego thing. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, is that, that's a, oh, yeah, Lucasfilm. That's, I wonder if they had to, like, that was an issue. I, it's point, it doesn't matter, but I just, it's yeah. a thing I thought of. Um, this is the part that, for me, was the slowdown point of the movie because we somewhere between the plot happening and whatever. Um, but the one sequence I liked was that the Ramon sequence where he's patrolling his neighborhood to the Ramones. Yes. And the greatest character in any movie ever is, Hey, Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Do a flip. Do a flip. Yeah. And he does a flip. It's like, ah, yeah. Well, see, I, I just, that's so, and, and I, I never say this. I don't like it's the it's the most dumb shit thing in the universe to say, but that is such a New York thing. Yeah, that I was like, ah, I love that. Yeah, it's like that. Do a trick for me. All right, now you're you're a good guy. That that and Childish Gambino talking about. Well, I like bread. And them talking about the better sandwiches of New York. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, God, that reminds me of New York so much. <laughs> but I did I did enjoy that, and and we'll we'll wait till we get to it. But I like that aspect of of Spider Man's growth story in terms of like, all right, I'm gonna be a hero. I don't really know what I'm doing and I'm trying, but I'm fucking up, but yeah. it's still kind of fun versus the uh, all of a sudden I don't know how to use my powers. But we can talk about that when we when we get to that moment. We're about it. We're around about uh, the old um, Robin the Bank sequence with the Avengers mm-hmm. and their stolen technology. Yes. OK. Yeah. So that's a fun scene. 
but I have I have immense amount of problems with Michael Keaton's whole plan, whole thing. So you you were you were wronged by Tony Stark, uh, who who you know you were you were going to make money uh, uh, cleaning up this thing, and Tony Stark just moves in and, and kicks you out. So you got to, and then you find out you got a whole bunch of alien gear, and you're like, ah, fuck it, we're gonna do something with it. So you become weapons dealers and like make all these aliens weapons that you're gonna sell to just thugs. Like Hydra exists. Like, what well, Hydra has collapsed at this point. Whatever. I'm just yeah, saying, just like, saying. if it, and particularly like eight years on, so I think this right. like this is supposed to take place like eight uh, eight years after the the incident or whatever. Like, you haven't made any inroads. You're just selling shit out of a van. And then, like, you've also have yeah. technology. It's much like the robots in Halloween Three. You already have technology that you could just sell that and live like a king forever. You have something that can phase shift matter. What do you need anything else for? The only the only thing I can uh, uh, respond to that is that in the Marvel universe, the the cinematic and TV universe, um, Hydra and the other top level villains and other like evil countries already have that tech. Okay, because the, the world we live in that is far more advanced. The world they live in is mm-hmm. far more like like Hydra is like like uh, what do they call them? Um, life model decoy androids that can look and speak exactly like you. Sure, like they have full sentient robots. Like they have all that tech. Okay, like, so that was just... my only thought is, I mean, it's a good point, and I don't know if this is the answer. But watching Agents of Shield, it seems like the bad guys have fucking great sure, stuff that i will i will because i'm not familiar with the marvel expanded universe i will i will accept that answer but yeah. that was just something that was driving me nuts i'm like you're using it's like well, let me use this solid gold can opener encrusted with diamonds to open up this thing to let me get into a bank so i can steal five dollars yeah you know it just was like you have a thing that can face shift matter what are you doing yeah also i mean the face shift, the 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 matter thing is just walk into a bank and take all the money you yeah. want. That part annoyed me because I, I liked him staying on the sidelines and selling tech mm-hmm. until we get to the, you know, the big job at the end where he goes, fuck it, let's do it. He should have said, fuck it, let's rob, you know, Fort Knox or yeah. whatever that building from Die Hard 3 or well, whichever Die Hard that's got the, the gold underneath New York. That's Because that's in New York. Yeah. And there's no sandwich boards needed. At first, I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. So they're become weapons dealers. Fair enough. Uh, and I guess that guy, uh, one of the guys in his crew is the Tinkerer, who's a Marvel character. And then it was like, there's two guys that end up being the Shocker, which if you care about comics, that was a thing, I guess. Well, there's but, actually three uh, in the comic universe. There was, oh. there's two. Well, there's one that was really bad at it. And then two that were kind of like on a lighter edit. So there was like one in the stink and then like the two in the pink. Mm. Well, and there's, I'm there's, sorry, I just no, did that. As is the listener, um, but there's several things like I'm that. Like the guy, the guy they're selling the the guns to later is uh, who is who is um, Nacho from Breaking Bad. Yes, or not? Sorry, from Better Call Saul. Uh, he is the Scorpion in the Spider-Man universe. Yeah, uh, this that's that same character who I guess is not a gun runner. I don't know, but some people, some things I wrote about this. People were all pissed off about that. I don't care. Oh, whatever. But, He's a bad guy. Who gives yeah, a shit? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. The trend that set up the Sinister Six, I think. Yeah, but it's like the vulture wasn't Michael Keaton in the comic, so it's fine. Yeah, the vulture also, like, yeah, he was some old dude. And had wings. uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess Michael Michael Keaton's an old dude, but in the comics he was, like, ridiculously, like, I mean, he he looked like a vulture without putting on a suit, you know? Right, yeah. He was like Mr. Burns. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously, yeah. It looked like he had Mr. Burns' body as well. Um, So the other, the the foiled heist thing where he fights the guy in the ATM, which... um, 
I enjoyed that sequence. Yeah. But um, I like that he saved the cat, even though save the cat is the... Right. The hero movement. I actually thought that was a funny way to do it or like a, I don't know. I just enjoyed well, it. I, but I liked that bit of, so he's trying to be a, a superhero and the guy with the fancy gun shoots a laser that hits his favorite bodega across the street. And I like that moment of me trying to do this is affecting my real life and the world around me. And that's the yeah. only time I think in the movie that that really legitimately happens. But here's, here's the problem with that though. $5 sandwich. Really? Hell yeah. In New York? Yeah, why do you think in that's so important? Yeah, that's why it's so great. I went huh. to a place in San Francisco that had $4 sandwiches. It was, it was really? magical. Yeah. They weren't the most amazing thing. They were simple sandwiches, but they were great for $4. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, uh, that, was the, that was the most amazing part if of If I could film. remember the name of the place, I would plug it. It's right off. It's on Castro somewhere. That's that's all I know. So that one place, if you listen to the show, yeah. if you are Forrest or Bill or Stephanie Quick- Yeah, and you happen to be in San Francisco, and you are well. No, if you if if any of those three own a sandwich shop in San Francisco, this is the sandwich shop I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure. You're welcome. Weirdly enough, I think all of them do. I think that's all their day jobs. I don't. I don't know. Two guys, a girl, in a sandwich shop. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how that happened. I guess on iTunes, when I put our category uh, of who wants to listen, I should have said sandwich shop (laughs) owners. Shop owners somewhere in the Castro district. Uh, so this is where we go to the the party in the burbs. Where uh, they find themselves invited to Liz's house. Yes. Well, so it's been Ned has Ned has found out that Peter is Spider Man. Oh yeah, I forgot. I actually like that reveal of that was the, that the, was that was a cute moment. He climbs in and then like it's revealed that Ned has been there the whole time. I think you even see that in the trailer. But yeah, uh, it was it was cute and I enjoyed it. Um, and they dropped the 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 Lego thing, which the was Lego fun because apparently that's. Uh, that's not a special effect. They actually made interns build like four mm-hmm. of those. And then yeah. I was re- I was reading a thing. I think it was on it was uh, on IMDb or something where I was like, well, so actually they says the Star Wars uh, Death Star model is this many pieces, but in reality it's this many pieces. No and shit! What a piece of shit! I know. Movie. Like, god damn it! Who cares? Oh no! I was going the other way. I'm saying this movie should be rewritten. Oh they need, man! They need ADR. Yeah. It's when I read. It's when I read shit like that that it's some of my nitpicky shit. I'm like, no, I am. I am right. I am a normal person. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Okay. So he finds out he's Spider Man, and then uh, he, he lets it slip that yeah. that Peter Parker knows Spider Man because he wants to use that that juice and, and thinks Peter should use that juice to be cool. Yeah, well, and, and to you know make make sweet sweet amour to Liz. Uh-huh. I would have liked a little bit more if there was because, like I said, like him struggling with wanting to use it for those like just personal gain where I feel like every choice he has to do that, he doesn't do it. I would have liked to have seen it more, uh, especially with the, the Liz stuff. Cause I mean, at 15, if I had superpowers, there's, there's, yeah. There, there's no way I wouldn't. That's all I would use it for is is having sex. That's what? just that's the, that's I wouldn't saw I wouldn't stop. I would I would just stop enough crime that pretty girls in my high school knew I was a superhero and then make it abundantly fucking clear that I was him. Well, see, the funny thing is, is I was gonna say that this would be true when I was 15, but the fact is, it'd be true now. Someone's robbing a bank. I don't care. I have a petty grievance I need to address with my superpowers. Yeah. But also, and for me, I'd be such a great Spider-Man. Oh, man, that bank's being robbed. I really don't believe in banking institutions. I think they're kind of probably So I actually identify yeah. with that guy. I actually would be robbed. I literally would become like Spider-Man Robin Hood where I wouldn't give it all back to the poor. But yeah. like, I'd certainly like, fuck you. That's a multinational yeah. corporation. Fuck, fuck Wells Fargo. I've, yeah. seen, I've seen Heat. I know that the, the bank, you're taking the bank's money, not yours. Damn straight. 
at at the party, there's a there's a sweet penis Parker uh, scene as reference. Sure. Uh, Ned is there with his with his fabulous hat. Well, so I, I guess I guess this this well, this is what this happened. So before the, the scene we're talking about before, when, when Spider Man's like trying to be a hero around the city, uh, there's a, a really protracted moment of him taking off his clothes and putting on the Spider Man suit. Yeah, and and like he gets down to his boxes and puts on the Spider Man suit. It's sort of a tooling up scene. And so to save time, just in case this happens again, or, or you know, he wants to reveal that that uh, he wants to pretend to be Spider Man at the party. And so you can tell he's got the the costume on under his his clothes. And then later, when he actually gives the call to action and he has to take off his clothes, when they find a pile of clothes, there's boxer shorts there. So he was wearing boxer shorts over his spider suit. Oh, that's adorable. So Spider-Man is a never nude. Yeah. Oh, that is adorable. And honestly, that fits the character so well Mm -hmm. that I'm sure they thought of that. I don't know that they did, but I I think it's rad. No, I think (laughs) think it's it's rad as hell. I think that's perfect. Um. I did. I did enjoy again every Aunt May scene. I did like. There's this subtle edge of she used to bone like a motherfucker. She's mm. like, oh yeah, I used to remember going out to parties at the suburbs, and you just get this like wistful, like yeah, she's right, yeah, she's doing pretty good. I, but know, I wish like, I, at, the, at the same time, as, as I because I like Marissa Tomei as an actress. She's very attractive, but I like her as an actress, and I kind of wish they they would do more with with her because she's just barely there. Oh yeah. I got nothing to add to that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Which I was on like, this... yeah, that might be right. But also you were complaining that the movie's too long. So yeah, I like, yeah. No, I agree. But I just wish it was, I wish the time was better spent. Yeah. I guess I'll say that. Which, uh, so I don't like Tony Stark anymore and I don't know what happened, but this, this, I, this happened when I was watching infinity war. I was just like, I, I, I'm tired of this character. I don't like him anymore. Mm. And I don't know why that is, but, uh, I just, I just don't. I think the character is pretty over, uh, uh, and I'm hoping that, you know, whatever generation they're on, it doesn't last to the next one. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's just like the the me personally sort of being tired of sort of technocratic solutions or something like that, or just like the 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 hope of technology and super geniuses. I'm less because Elon Musk exists. I'm, I'm less excited by. But uh, I, just something about it. I'm like, I just don't like you anymore. Yeah, I, I, no, like I just it's just like it's I've had enough of you. No, I it's think. over you. It's the same. I would say the same for uh, Deadpool. Like, <clears throat> I love Deadpool. I love Deadpool too. But like, mm-hmm. not really. Don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of all right. Like, I'm mm-hmm. good. And Iron Man was the same way. I'm like, I've had, there's too much Iron Man. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and again, like, same thing where it's, it's like, because so many of these Marvel movies have this very same voice. Yeah. That it's not special. It's just kind of more of the same. But, but so we are at, so we're at the, the party. Oh, yeah. So, uh, he sees some, uh, Weapons fire of the alien variety. So here's the thing I know. It's not to completely... How uh, fucking convenient that is, because yeah. that was part of the movie. I'm like, really? Yeah. Well, he doesn't have spider sense in this movie. No. He does not have spidey sense. And that was okay. I mean, all right. It's just something I thought about afterwards. I was like, oh, yeah, he never really has spidey sense. Well, I think it's implied that he does. It's just not like... He hasn't figured it out. And it's it's probably just like growing, because Infinity War, you see him... Like, his... his, his uh, forearm hair bristles and then he looks over and sees the i think that's the oh. reference and he does have like really incredibly quick dodging and whatnot so i think it's kind of a it's just a, it's just implied yeah or sense. my way i was reading it is that implied his power, sense oh very nice <laughs> thank you um that his powers are still growing was uh-huh. my kind of my thought process you know his, his little 15 year old body still growing and learning itself sure so yeah so he sees the 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 weapons fire and decides instead of making an appearance uh, and impressing everyone as Spider-Man, 
that he's just going to bail and go. Yeah. This, this is the part of the movie that I disliked. And I didn't dislike most of the movie, but this part I thought was stupid. But it did have one of my favorite jokes in it. The Ferris Bueller thing? No. Because I thought that was incredibly stupid. No. What I liked was he is he's running towards the danger and he shoots a web at nothing. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm out in the middle of nowhere. And then has to just run. Like, I liked that, I liked oh, that yeah, idea yeah. that he's just like, all right, ready to go. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm not in the city right now. I can't do that. No, I like that. I like that he pulled a treehouse down because he thought he could web to it, yes. which was fun. Yeah. Like, there was a couple spots there. But when they showed the Ferris Bueller then thing when there was the a TV, one-to-one shot, yeah, that was that was really like, oh, you get it? Do you get it, audience? No. And then they put a nail on it. He goes, that's a great movie. Yeah. And, I, like, his character is actually... Like, they have established that he likes old movies for somebody of that age. So, like, it's not out of character. It's just like, boy, you you really just just hitting every nail but, on every head. But, yeah. you, you know, I could have, like, I needed two. I needed him knocking the, the, the treehouse over and him, like, crashing the girls' slumber party accidentally, whatever. I didn't need all the going through the neighborhood. Yeah, no, it went too long. And especially yeah. on a dumb mission that shouldn't have, like, how the, the chances of that happening are yeah, so fucking stupid. it was really stupid. And then, well, and then I also like, uh, so he gets there and, uh, oh, yeah, there's a weapons deal going down. And who's buying weapons? Donald Glover. Yeah, Lando who was, who was in the running to be Spider-Man for a moment. But uh, Well, he was, he played the voice of uh, uh, one of the animated Spider-Man. Yeah. And, but no, he's a thug now. So that's, that's cool. Uh, and he apparently, his character is apparently the Prowler or something and is the, is the, is the uncle of Miles Morales who becomes Spider-Man at some point. Yeah. Great. Don't Correct. don't care. Whatever. Um, uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a deal going down because yeah, these guys that, that are building space age technology are selling it to a street thug because that that's that makes sense. Yeah. And the guy is, is uh, showing off, and then he can hear Spider Man gets a call from Ned, who's he's ditched at the party, and his cover is blown, and they're gonna shoot Donald Glover because they think he's he's ratting them out. And he's like, no, no, shoot me. And then shocker punches him. He got just, just two in the pink and one in the stick. Just mm-hmm. wham. And <laughs> I'm just going to keep yes, going. Keep it. going. And uh, then the dumb chase scene happens. And then um, they throw the gun at him. Superman style. Oh, oh. So then the vulture shows up, which I actually really like the part where the vulture shows up. Yes. He is scary as shit. Yes. Like, like I love the way they show this character. So him just coming in, just pulling him out of the air, like just fucking badass. I, Basically, Spider-Man gets his ass kicked. He's dropped out of a very great height towards water, which, hey, thank God there's some water there. Mm-hmm. And the, the Tony Stark's, I don't know what they're called, but robot suits. Um, I assume they have like a comic I don't name. know, ghost suits. I don't yeah, know, yeah ghost do. suits. Perfect. Yeah, one of Tony Stark's ghost suits. The Iron Brigade or yeah, something. Yeah, it goes like, ooh, I should get you from the bottom of this moat. And then yeah, he pulls him out of the thing because... Mm-hmm. He fell in water because the parachute was stuck to him? I guess, yeah. That whole sequence was dumb. Yes. And then uh, he has a conversation with Tony, and Tony is at a wedding in India, mm-hmm. which this goes to you're being tired of Tony Stark thing. Like, oh, this is one. Like, th- that's when it was just kind of was like, ugh, at yeah. Tony Stark things. Like, what? Like, he makes like a dumb, like, Ganesh joke or something. And it's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. It's just that there's other intrigue going on. You know what I mean? Like, why are you why are you skyping in from a wedding? Like I, I don't the, the his whole relationship to Spider Man is is weird to me because so the, so he gave Spider Man this suit like is is has all you find out like has all these tracking stuff and it's something like that. Why not just teach the kid how to use the suit? Like yeah. you you have the time. What are you doing? 
Um, why not? Why not? I, I don't know. Just that whole thing just seemed very bizarre to me. And this this whole because at one point later he's like, oh, you did a good job. And, you know, my dad didn't teach me or didn't uh, praise me enough. So I want to break that cycle. Well, you could do it by actually teaching the kid how to use the suit. And that was just a weird that you would give this kid this hugely powerful thing and just be like, yeah, I'm sure you'll be fine. Well, there was there's we'll another, call you. there's an aspect of this that I I thought they did well. And it plays into it. One is that Tony Stark is essentially like a, a grown child. So he's not good at this. But I did like – so he's talking to Spider-Man at some point. I don't remember when it is. But since we're talking about that relationship oh, yeah. where he makes a reference to uh, when you gave that Colombian lady directions or whatever. Mm-hmm. So apparently Tony has listened to all of these messages that yeah. Peter has called in on. And he – like – so he – I thought that was kind of a sweet moment. Like, obviously, he has sat there and all this just dumb shit Peter's been reporting back. Like, he actually cared enough to listen to. Yeah. I thought that was like a, like a oh, he actually is, like, in his own fucked up bad way trying to mentor this kid. I thought it was like a subtle good moment. But also, as you mentioned earlier, I'm kind of tired of Tony Stark and right. I didn't really need him in the movie. And then when there yeah. was one set of pr- footprints, that's when he was carrying him. Like it was this very like I'm I'm a well, non caring no, I'm he, a non caring god. He, no, he's got repulsor technology. Right. You wouldn't even care. It's when you saw like repulsor technology imprints in the sand. That is when he was flying <laughs> you in but, his in his nanotechnology. But suit. yeah, but I I don't know. It's just like yeah, I've been listening. I just don't give a shit. But thank you. Keep calling. Uh, no, see, I took it completely the other way. Why would he even bother to listen to all the messages? Like, he yeah, actually cares I mean, enough. Like he's yeah. he is checking it. I thought that was a sweet little moment. Except I don't need him in the movie. Yeah. So. <laughs> But also, uh, not to not to be like, ah, you know, in the next movie, I'm going to nerd out here. But mm. I think the reason they don't introduce Uncle Ben is because we're talking about him. Is oh. is because oh. Tony, Tony's going to so whatever at, they undo the snap, however that happens. Yeah. Tony gets killed during it. That's the great power, great responsibility thing. Mm. So we're we're actually still watching the origin story. I'm so right. Oh, you! I guarantee you are. Yeah, that is yeah. a bummer. I don't yeah. know why that that irritates me, but that irritates me. Oh, so. Uh, all right, let's let's get back to the plot here because now the next really dumb thing happens. Back at the hideout, Michael Keaton's like, "I'm mad at you for doing the dumb thing," and the guy's uh, like, "Fuck you! I'll 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 fucking tell people what what we're doing here. I want everybody to tell your wife how you're making your money." Yeah. So he grabs a gun and disintegrates him, and he goes, "The fuck was that? I thought that was the anti gravity yeah. gun." And the guy's like, "No, oh, the anti gravity gun's over there. Oh, gabagool! I yeah. don't even know." That's what I mean. Like he that just was murders a guy, and it's just. Not even a guy, yeah. a man he's worked with intimately yeah. for eight fucking years and at least. None of his co-workers, you know, none of his henchmen or whatever yeah. have an opinion about it. They're just like, yeah, you know, it's the dangers of doing business, I guess. That was that was so fucking stupid. Yeah. But I really like Michael Keaton no, Michael and I like Keaton's a lot great. of his acting in this that I kind of, I didn't forgive it, but I went, I'm just going to put that in a little vault. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll deal with it later because that this was man, dumb. This man, I mean, as far as we know, this is the first time he's murdered. Yeah. This is the first time he's crossed that line, and to one of his own people, no less. Yeah. And he's just like, nope, let's make a joke out of it, and then I'll move on. That was that was really tone deaf, and that's that was the moment I when that happened, the first in the theater watching it, I had the thought of, oh, that's the stuff John doesn't like in Marvel yeah. movies. Well, it's like if they had I like- I think about you a lot when I'm in the theater. I, I'm sure. Uh, but if, when, if you, when if, if you like, want to try to like ground this in some kind of reality and give it some kind of like weight- like, don't do that if you don't want to. If you want him to be, you know, mustache twirly bad man, yeah. that's fine, too. Like, you just just pick a lane, I guess. And yeah. So, so because you, you want him to be this this working class aggrieved guy and, like, have this sort of, like, character that he's, he's – I don't know. Just that 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 murder, the how just tossed off it was really bothered me. Yeah, it bothered me, too. That was stupid. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so basically, this this enters into like he's got to get to DC thing. Like, so um, Ned and him are kind of investigating the glowy thing, and it turns out uh, they nothing. They didn't really figure out. They figured it's an energy source. Oh yeah, we we whatever. He put a tracker on one of the bad guys. They realized that the tracker went to Maryland, and Maryland being close to DC, where they're having the debate tournament. He goes, "Oh fuck, I gotta rejoin my debate team so I can get to DC." Well, so, so it's an to- academic decathlon. What, what did I say? Debate. Oh, yeah, whatever. Academic decathlon. Correct. Well done, John. God, no wonder. 50 no points, Gryffindor. You're not a Gryffindor. You're a fucking Hufflepuff if I've ever seen one. Through, through machinations, he gets down to DC. Uh, and this is where we already referenced it, but his temptation via Liz of, hey, uh, you should come swimming in the pool with us because I'm hot and young and you're hot and young. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, no. Plus, I- it would build morale for the team to hang out. No, Miles Morales is a different Spider-Man. Oh, You're in a wrong universe. But I see where you're coming from. I, but, but I like he's... that his reaction is like, I can't do it. But what I will do is creepily stare at you from the roof. Yeah. But again, 15 totally understood that. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. I would have I would have stayed for a little bit longer. And since I haven't done it yet, would have shot some blood fluid. <laughs> I made it nearly 40 minutes into this recording I'm, yeah, without I'm conflating web fluid shocked. with jism. In fact, I think that's the first movie, a uh, uh, Spider-Man movie that hasn't made that joke that quickly. Because boy, that's true. Yeah, yeah. he has uh, disabled his uh, the tracker in his suit, and also enabled his uh, his girl Friday type okay. uh, Jarvis yes. uh, AI that's yes. in his suit that is friends with him. I hate this so much. See, I thought you would like it a lot. I hate I would have thought when I was watching that, I was like, you know, what? this is a thing that John would really like. So I am in general, and I understand it's it's. A way of us dealing with the with the world that we live in, but I am I am tired of wacky AI as a thing, and this this isn't even that wacky, but I'm just I'm tired of people talking to AI things, and it's also just upsetting as a character because instead of Spider Man doing things, it's Spider Man using a computer basically, like it's kind of like the realization when you start to figure out that Batman's not that great; he just has a fantastic support staff. Uh, that he's constantly calling on Alfred or Oracle or whatever to do stuff. Yeah. Uh, that he's just a great middle management guy. Is that instead of Spider-Man, like, just having a suit that hides his identity and doing all this stuff, he's like, you know, Karen, which is what he decides to call the AI, uh, do this for me, do that for me, do this. And that's just much less interesting to me than a guy that can just do things on his own. Yeah. The only thing I liked about that was... Activating instant kill mode. Yes. Which I found to be a funny runner. I like that his eyes turn evil mm-hmm. black with a tiny red dot in the center a la Hal from 2001. I, I was like, that is a funny fucking thing. But also, is that a joke in the movie? Because Tony would never actually program in instant kill mode. So is this like kind of, are we watching a meta joke oh, on sure. Spider-Man? Well, so I, I, we should we should mention that the, the way he's able to access all this is that Ned, who very much wants to be his, I believe he calls it, guy in a chair. Which I did, I also, on a meta level, I like that. that yeah, that, that, that journey was, was kind of fun. They find out that Ned's able to hack into the suit, this multi-million dollar suit from Stark Industries that I'm sure has no security protocols whatsoever, or at least Ned is smart enough that he can break through yeah. them. Uh, and finds out that the training wheels mode is activated and is able to take it off. And although they've been tracking his every move, apparently, uh, they don't notice that. Because uh, why? Why would you? Why would you give a like a basically a nuclear bomb in a suit to a child and then like just not 
not have notifications that that's happening. You do realize that we're talking about the same guy that created an AI that nearly destroyed the planet yeah. like two movies earlier. Yeah, no, Tony he, Stark he's, sucks. He's dumb at yeah. stuff. So yeah. yeah, no, that's not a that's that's not a plot hole. No, that's I'm not saying that's a plot hole. I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying, yeah, Tony Stark <laughs> yeah, fucking this, sucks. This character's a fucking idiot when it comes to stuff. Um, so but, yeah, so they, so that's why he has access to this. And this is what I was talking about, where he. I, I like Spider-Man struggling to be a hero versus him learning to use his powers. And so now that he has all these, he's unlocked the full capabilities of a suit. He sucks at being Spider-Man now. He's falling on his face all the time. And like, oh, I'm too powerful for this. I don't know what I'm doing here. And I, I just didn't like that so much. I didn't, well, uh, I didn't feel, I felt like that was, that was a pointless growth thing for the character to, to achieve when there's like, there's already stuff built yeah. in. Why why add this additional hurdle? And I just I just don't like the idea of him having an AI suit. I think that's really stupid. No, I wasn't a fan of that. I I, I sort of like the idea of them explaining how to get to the different kinds of web variety. Uh-huh. But no, you don't need the 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 suit thing. And that's the part you're talking about with him sucking at his powers. It was just yeah. more he sucked the, using the suit. Yeah, but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have an argument for that. Uh, it's another part of the film that I wasn't happy with. Uh, other than I did like the sequence where he's trying to keep himself occupied when he gets stuck in the warehouse. That yeah. Uh, where he's just doing all this stuff. He's like, how long have I been here? It's like, you've been in here for 36 minutes. It's like, oh, for the love of Christ. Sure. I found that to be a, yeah. a, a amusing. But like, I didn't like later when it's like, now's your moment to tell her how you feel. What? What? Uh, so he goes to, wait, that warehouse thing. Um, yeah. So he gets, he, in trying to track the, um, after he creepily watches, uh, his erstwhile girlfriend, I guess, in, in a swimming suit, he's going to go, uh, like a follow swimming the swimming suit. Yes. A swimming suit, a sw- swim clothes. Wait, wait, Sorry. What are, what are you for Sorry, fucking, grandma. Yeah, you're the boy, a swimming suit. Yes. A swimming suit. <laughs> what do you call it? Um, I don't know. Bathing suit? No, it's a well. Or, she's not bathing. She's or, or swimming. Or a swim isn't she? suit? Nope, <laughs> it's a swimming, swimming suit. suit. All right. Just like he's wearing his spidering suit. <laughs> uh, but she's so. Uh, so after he does that, so she has like big one of those like tents out. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're big and have stripes on them. And it's, but so so he is tracked. Yeah, he's tracking the vulture. Tracks him to the truck, uh, and that's when you first see the vulture's technology of. Here's a this thing I can put down makes a square and I can just pass through solid metal does. So gets in the truck because there's a whole, all kinds of gear in there. And Spider-Man tries to stop him. Vulture fucks him up, ends up throwing him in the truck and then removing the portal thing. So he's stuck in the truck, uh, which I thought this was going to be lead into like, turns out Spider-Man's a villain. Cause I always like that J Jonah Jameson. Oh yeah. Hate Spider-Man kind of thing. And they didn't really delve into that in this, which is fine. So Spider-Man, yeah, gets trapped and it turns out he's, he's taken to this, disposal cleanup center the the Tony Stark's thing where they clean up superhero mishaps I guess and uh, he's stuck in this warehouse but boy he's got to get out because he's, he's got to get to the academic decathlon and the morning happens and he starts to get out and then he misses it he misses the the whole thing yeah and they win anyway Thanks, mm-hmm. thanks to Gothy Lady. Thank, yep. Thanks to Hora, who I shall now call Daria so yeah this is when um, Washington Monument sequence happens Mm-hmm. Wherein uh, they're they're in the Washington Monument and the, Peter's trying to frantically call Ned because it turns out that that glowy thing, explosive. Yeah, it's a bomb. And uh, if it goes get some X-rays all up on it, it's going to explode. It explodes in the most unexplosive way that ever happens. Yes. In that it's on Ned's back and then it just kind of shoots up. Yep. And then Ned's fine and the elevator gets injured. Uh, yeah. So he uh, he's got to do like a get over his fear of heights. 
And uh, he's got to smash through the window of the Washington Monument, which actually I thought was like a, a nice looking sequence. Yes. No, that was that was a, a neat little thing because he's, he's trying to swing against it and he doesn't have enough power to do it. And then the D.C. police show up in a helicopter and like, hey, stop doing that. And then he does this cool flip over the. And I think, does he have like the little spider wing armpit? Yeah, things? I think yeah, so. Yeah. I always like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, uses them to give the leverage to kick through the window. And... Yeah. And he uh, just like, grr, me strong. And he saves everybody in the in the elevator, which a uh, couple, of, couple of moments here. Uh, I, I like that Flash saved the trophy. Yes. And he was getting out, which I thought it's an obvious character choice, but I'm glad they did it. Yeah. Um, and his his Brooklyn accent is like, hey, what's going on, everybody? Yeah. Uh, so like, do, do, when he's Spider Man, to to tell people not figure out that he's Peter Parker, he's doing this total. When he's finding crooks, he'll just do his regular voice. Yeah. But like because they know him, he just lays on real thick. Yeah. Which New I, I York I, Guido voice. Yeah. He's got like a um uh oh boy like a like a Bruce Willis um br- like a something br- Return yeah, of Bruno yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. A, like Bruce Willis doing Bruno yeah. like hey, hey I'm a Jersey guy where you go? hey yeah take a look at take a look at these forget yeah. about it uh yeah so and there's like hey well you 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 did it you you saved the thing and it was great uh it's a minor thing but uh why not keep him in New York yeah didn't need the DC trip yeah why why is he in yeah. DC like I he, what was gained from him being in DC like well, other than like I mean Yes, the guy's doing interstate commerce. I guess like that's the that so it's a federal offense. No, I think what, I think what's well, they could have done it a, a number of any number of ways. But what I think is gained there is confirmation later in the driving to the prom scene, which we'll get to. Yeah, because that's how he figures out. Yeah, I guess yeah. I just figured I just feel like there's a better. No, way no, to do no. That. Of and, course, and, of course. Particularly, was, but, particularly uh, if the if the whole idea and not to get jump all the way to the end, but the the whole idea is friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Yeah, it'd be nice if he was in the neighborhood. I, the next kind of important thing is he uh, ends up finding out where Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon is. Yes. And uh, he's sitting on a toilet that has a bomb on yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, hey, Childish Gambino, come here. Uh, and he's like, um, all right, Lando, you and me, we got to talk. I did I did enjoy this scene. Yeah. Simply I, because, I like, it does, it does do a great job of sending up Batman because he figures out where he is and the suit's like, well, do you want to activate enhanced interrogation techniques? And... He's like, yeah, sure. Which doesn't make any sense because everything the suit has offered to him has never worked up to this point. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, let's do this one. And the enhanced interrogation techniques is just he has this stupid low Batman voice. Yeah. So he's just like walking up to Donald Glover in a parking lot. It's like, where are they? Yeah. It is great. It is great. And and, and Donald Glover, no selling. He's like, man, that's not your voice. <laughs> what like, are you I, doing? I heard you the other day. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, sh- he shoots a web at Donald Glover's hand. So he's stuck to the trunk of his car. And I liked how... His car doesn't have a back window. It's just a tarp over it. And I was like, yeah, Spider-Man's just beating up poor people. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Hooray. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I, yeah, I did enjoy the the kind of making fun of Batman scene. And also, Donald Glover is is endlessly charismatic. Uh, yeah. But um, him, Man, I wish he was Spider-Man. I don't wish he was Spider-Man. I wish he was any... I, I, I hope he gets a superhero role. He admit, So he gets Donald Glover to say where the uh, arms deal is going down, where he can find the... Um, Michael Keaton's crew and it's like oh man it's Staten Island Ferry 11am and he's like uh, I also like this part it's like alright cool I gotta go he's like man no you're not you gotta get me off there it's like nope you're a bad guy I'm gonna leave you there yeah, you're a criminal like, I've got ice cream yeah, yeah. I, I like that because I felt very actual comic book version yeah. of Spider-Man right there Yeah, of him just running away he's like yeah you're not really the top level bad guy so I'll just let you go but you're a bad guy you deserve this two hours yeah, yeah. you're stuck yeah uh, so there's the, uh, the the Staten Island Ferry sequence mm-hmm. which um, I mean, do we really need it's it's just an action sequence? Yeah, uh, it's just and it's it's 
he's going down the ferry and he sees that uh, Bokeem Woodbine, which I have not mentioned, the Bokeem Woodbine being one of the, the Shocker guys, is the guy that's now Shocker. I think Bokeem Woodbine is great. Oh, who is that? I couldn't I couldn't place did, him. Did you see uh Fargo season 2? No. Okay. Well, he was he was uh uh really great in that. He's he's been an actor. He's been around for a while. He was uh Oh, I can't remember. He was a rapper in the first season of The Sopranos. Um He's been in a bunch of stuff. I think Sopranos might be where I know him yeah, from. Yeah. But he's he's a really good actor in it. So yeah. bummed me out to see him kind of relegated to this to this small role, but he sees that like yeah, he's on the boat. And he's he's tracking them. He's got his little drone spider thing, which I like that. That's the center spider in his in his outfit. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I also dig that they call, he calls him Droney. Yeah, yeah. And so the thing is tracking. That's that's got a white pickup, so he sees where the weapons are, and then he's he's tracking where they are. And so then he, while this is happening, he's getting a call from Tony Stark to finally be. Tony's actually like, "Hey, good job on taking people from Washington D.C. Uh, well, you know, I'm proud of you." And he's like trying to hang up on him because he's doing something else. And then, yeah, just get, breaks up the uh, the fight. But then in doing so, the feds show up. They've apparently been tracking the vulture as well. Or th- because of his doing shit, Tony has been tracking him and puts yeah, the feds I mean, on them. Yeah, I mean, Tony basically yeah, he tells the feds him later. at him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Michael Keaton is there as well, which I was a little surprised about. Like, why would you be there? Why would you? Well, I guess this was a big, the, the last big deal. So you wanted to make sure. I, see, I guess. Yeah. It's yeah. just, you know, it's a management team. you got to trust your people, but I guess yeah. this was, you know, this, this is a new shocker. So you got to, yeah. You know, yeah, so maybe it's, it's good management. I'm sorry. It's my bad. It's good management. Yeah. He also did murder one of his people yeah. you know, a few scenes earlier. So he's down one guy. So he's got to show up at least. But so, yeah. So Michael Keaton like shows up as the, as the, uh, the vulture. Well, that I love that scene. Yes, where he like rips out of the back of a van, like uh-huh. just this violent. Like I was like, oh, dude, this is fucking. Like I really like the way the vulture suit works, where it's just like this. It feels like real life and fucking dangerous. Yes, yeah. yeah. So that was that was a few times where where it felt serious, um, and ends up cutting essentially like cutting the boat in half, and then Spider Man like is like, oh shit, and whips through and throws a whole bunch of webs between them. And I even like that. I really like that one bit where he's, he throws like three or four and then like does another one where he kind of spins around them to kind of tighten them up. Oh yeah. It's just a a little thing, but I I enjoyed that. Shoots all the webs and then, um, gets a message from Karen, uh, that says, congratulations, you were 98% successful. I don't know based on what metrics, but, and he's like, what 98. And then this dude inside is like, yeah, Spider-Man. And then the webs start breaking and then he's got to try to fight it and does the whole thing where, again, I think this is in the trailer, where he shoots webs at each side and is trying to just hold the the uh, the boat together. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh, Iron Man shows up and saves the day. And yeah. And he's able to push the boat together and seal it all up. So they have, they uh, uh, Iron Man uh, and Peter uh, have a bit of a talk. And I really like one moment here where Peter's like, yeah, well, you would, you would actually be here if you cared. And at that moment, the suit opens and Tony walks out of it. Yeah. But I like how Peter backs away afraid of him. Yeah. Like, like, oh, fuck. I, that was a really yeah. small moment of acting. I was like, oh, that was cool. Like, well, that's, that was sort of this, this little, um, like teenager asserting power and then, oh shit, I actually don't have this power yeah, yeah. kind of thing. And I, I liked that. I agree. I did. I did enjoy that moment. But yeah. So then Tony's like super pissed at him and was like, you screwed the pooch. And you ever, someone almost died, which I'm surprised no one died. Yeah. How did no one die? Yeah. That's because it's yeah. Marvel and it's yeah. fine. Be honest. Like you're done. Give me the suit. Like you failed whatever test I've been giving you. Yeah. Well, I guess that was a training wheels program was just, you know, making sure he 
does good stuff. Yeah, and not, not bad but, stuff. Yeah, but what he did was bad stuff. Yeah, activated by, the by, bad stuff protocol. Yeah, by ruining an FBI thing. Which, by the way, you could have been like, uh, what he said, don't follow these guys. He could say, um, <clears throat> you know, I've got the, the feds on them. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Because, again, communication, Tony, it's important yeah. in a Tony's, father, Tony's in a not a great role. Now, okay, so there you go. So the vulture, uh, better <clears throat> management skills than Tony Stark. Small question here. He, he gets sent to the principal, who is one of the howling commandos from... Well, Captain so, America movies. Yeah, so is that his like grandson or yes, something? Yes, because he has pictures of him in the in his uh, pictures of his apparently like his grandfather or something. In oh, his, in his I didn't office. notice those pictures. Yeah, but it's the same actor. Yeah, because uh, you were I, saying before they don't like to recast actors. Yeah. So if that's not him, that's no, it's very a, racist of Marvel. No, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's apparently supposed to be like okay, his good. kid or something. In in a way like who like great. Pete S. Uh, Liz to the prom, which again, nice scene where he's like, you want you want prom go? Well, mate? and so this is this is again what I was talking about. So he completely abandoned his team. He's the smartest guy they know. He completely abandoned his team, and she's like, well, that sucks. Well, you want to go to homecoming? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. Like, there's just no consequences, and he just yeah, he gets called into the principal's office. He gets detention, and the detention does. He walks out of detention. Does not matter. Later, the principal is just like. Straighten up, kid. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just all – because all of these choices he's making, he's always deciding to be a hero. And the consequences, high school-wise, don't matter. Now, granted, in the world of of collapsing boats versus high school, collapsing boats are much greater stakes. Uh, yeah, it's fair enough. You know, if you want to be a commercially old piece of shit that doesn't enjoy anything. I do. Okay, good. Look, I likes what I likes, <clears throat> and I don't's what I don'ts, and I don'ts this. Well, if I ever refute your don'ts with my does, um, no, you're right. It's just, you know. <laughs> shut up. Yeah. It's, <laughs> shut your face. Let me like the movie. It's uh, fine. Yeah. Uh, I just really want to get to the next part, honestly. Sure. Because sure. this is my favorite part of the film. So, well, not this part. I did like the, the so there's like a training montage where, where he's like, hey, man, I have to learn how to dance and how my dick work. And like, you know, she does the, and there's a cool montage scene to like 80s music. Yes. Of, of her getting him ready for homecoming. Yes. Yes. That was sweet. And I love how the music carries up to him nervously knocking on the door of her house and Michael Keaton answers the door. Yeah. Because that's Liz's dad. Yeah. In the movie the- theater, I went, because <gasps> I was like, oh God, did he kill her? Yeah. And then even worse, that's that's her dad. I was in cold sweats watching this in the theater when it came out of like, yeah. oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Does he know? Like that that well, you entire can, sequence is so fucking good. You can call that a narrative contrivance. You can call You can go really in all of New York. He's managing to date the daughter of the villain. Yeah. I liked it. No, it's it so, worked for me. Like it yeah, was, it was so well. I done. enjoyed it. Like, and that that the 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 following scenes are great. Like yeah. particularly particularly the drive over, I really enjoyed. I the breakdown of because so he doesn't know he's Spider Man yet, and then over the course of the car ride, Michael Keaton puts it together, and his acting is so good of yeah. like the kind of growing menace in his well, voice. Well, instead of, um, instead of being the like protective father. It's because it starts out like that, where it's like, I'm unsure about you, kid, and I'm trying to be nice, but you're still dating, you know, taking my daughter yeah. out, and, you know, I don't know about this. Eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter become, I fucking hate you and I will kill you. Yeah, because the end of that car ride is so beautiful. It's like, all right, honey, I got to give the speech to, to your boyfriend as anybody does. And the speech is, if you tell anybody, I will murder you, I will yeah. murder anybody you've ever loved. Are we clear, Pete? Yeah. It's like, 
Oh, so that whole it's, sequ- it's Michael Keaton. Like yeah. it's it's all Michael Keaton. But that he whole does such a great job was, here. And and I I really think that's why I like this movie so much is mm-hmm. that that run of like oh it's so fucking tense. Like, yeah. It was, it was, and then 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 they're at a prom. <laughs> well, what so what's annoying about that is again. So he he goes into uh, homecoming, and then immediately is just like, "You deserve better than this. I gotta go." And bails on Liz. He's like, a dick. Not even a thing. And so yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess Homecoming technically in the title is him coming home to the Marvel Universe, not the dance itself. Because he immediately leaves the dance. And Shocker is there. Bokeem Woodbine is, is, is there, which doesn't make any sense. Because Michael Keaton just figured out that he was Spider-Man. Yeah. Why is, like, there's no time for Bokeem Woodbine to, to even have shown up. Why would he have, why would he have been trailing Michael, you know? Doesn't matter. I was trying to figure that out. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. But but so you get this neat little action scene of him uh, punching things, uh, buses mainly, uh, and Peter Parker having to fight someone without his suit for the for the first time in a long time. And uh, who saves the day? But the man himself, Ned. Ned. How, why is he at the dance? Uh, I think he's just one of those guys that like shows up hoping to dance with yeah, someone. Probably. Yeah. And then I mean, he's got his hat on. So, that's true. You know, all the he's girls so are gonna be, he's ready to bang. All the girls are ready to cream. If I could quote Grease lyrics, then he he's able to dispatch, uh, uh, Shocker, just tie him up with some webs, and then he steals uh, Flash's car. In terms of like being a like using the the suit for petty teenage stuff, that makes sense. But that wasn't the goal here. The goal here is like I just need to get after this guy. You have your web shooters. Why yeah. aren't you just flying around the city? But no, he's got to drive this cool car. Well, I mean, it, he's he's kind of in Queens, so there's not that many like large buildings to swing off of. And also, I'm pretty sure he could drive faster. I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no you know, traffic at you know, uh, eight okay. o'clock at night. I just, he's he's Spider Man. Like that's that was a weird moment for me. I mean, I don't know Queens. I don't know the architecture of Queens. But it's like you you have web. That's what you've been doing most of the movie. Yeah. Why are you not doing that now? Doesn't matter. It's still kind of a fun scene because he's trying to follow this guy, and then he gets Ned, Ned gets his chance to be guy in the chair because he's gets in the school library and is which I love into, that story arc of yeah, him finally being guy in the chair, and he's trying to like look up instructions on where the light, you know, how to drive the car, where yeah. the lights are, and then also trying to look up. I figure what else he's trying to look up. Uh, I think he's tracking his phone. Uh, oh yeah, Peter, yeah, yeah, he's tracking Peter's phone that he left in Michael Keaton's car because um, Michael Keaton claims he's going out of town. And he wants to figure out where his his shit is, uh, and that he tracks. He ends up my, tracking Michael Keaton to his lair. And the tinkerer just always keeps yeah. wanting to make a a vacuum seal thing. He keeps referencing like we'll do this one heist, and Michael Keaton's like, no, 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 that's dumb, that's dumb. And finally, he's like, okay, the feds are onto us. We got to do one big thing, and then and then shut it down. Yeah. And so he's cleared out his lair, and that's where Spider Man like meets him at, and uh, Michael Keaton gets the drop on him and has his suit. Crush through a whole bunch of uh, pylons or whatever you call those, uh, and brings down the whole building on Spider-Man. Yeah, and then escapes to go do his thing. Now, I I I liked so much of the scene. It's ruined by one really dumb part. What's that? I like the claustrophobia. I like him like actually crying. Yes, and like asking for help. I like him trying to get up. And like not doing it, but then he sees his fucking mask with half of his face reflected with half of the mask. Yes. And it was so stupid and so, like, that would probably work in a comic book, but, like, it doesn't work in real life. It doesn't try. And it was just so dumb. Yeah. And then I do like his triumphant finally getting up and him hyping himself up, going, come on, Spider-Man. And, like, I like that, but that fucking mask thing really yeah, that it was, ruined that whole it did, sequence. It didn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so yeah, he gets out and then, and for, for as much building up as they did to the vacuum seal thing, it, it wasn't that exciting. I was kind of expecting more, but so it yeah, turns that, out- Yeah, that was weird. It was just like 10 minutes of Michael Keaton just with a flashlight, just staring dead at the camera, yeah, dead on, just was humping a flashlight. Very upsetting. And they go, Peter, <laughs> Peter. Pedro. <laughs> uh, so, and, and also in tracking his phone- um, Ned has called Happy, and Happy's very angry, and you overhear him, like, they're about to take off in 10 minutes, and they're moving out of Avengers Tower to someplace upstate, because as we've established, the Avengers are two people now, uh, and that's it, so they need a whole new mansion. Yeah. Uh, And then he puts together that, oh my god, Vulture's going to rob the Avengers plane that's transporting all this stuff, including some magic belt of Thor's. Why would they have that? Who knows? But they have it. Some new shield for Captain America. Why is he building a new shield for Captain America? I thought Captain America was a war criminal. Doesn't matter. They have it. Uh, and some other powerful stuff. So Michael Keaton uh, just taken off flying there. Peter Parker catches him being dragged dragged behind him. They get up onto the plane, which has no pilot, no security. Just it turns invisible, which I thought was kind of like, I like the invisible jet thing. Uh, oh, it was yeah, cool. yeah. Just like the technology of how they did it, it was kind of like it mirrors everything. That's kind of cool. But uh you just no no security at all. Yeah, really. I did, I did like especially about the, the the camouflage technology they use, where Spider Man's crawling on the plane, and for a moment the whole plane was Spider Man colored, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh, that's so cool. That's a neat yeah, little thing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so the vacuum seal thing is that is that Michael Keaton can turn his wings into a seal around the plane, so he can climb in and get shit, um, use his matter phase thing. And yeah, there's all kinds of superpowered shit in there. And he's like, ah, this is the big score. And then uh, Spider-Man gets in there and then they they fight. Yeah. Uh, some of that fight scene was great. I liked how he kind of webbed up a, uh, a, a like a jet engine uh-huh. and it kind of breaks in and goes, oh, I can't believe that worked. I yeah. really enjoyed. Like, that was, was really cool. There was some kind of good Spider-Man-y stuff. And uh, they, they, you know, basically he wins. Yeah. He beats him up. Well, and this is, this is, we, met, we referenced it before, but right before this whole fight, this is where Michael Keaton gives the whole speech about like, you know, they don't, the rich people don't care about guys like you and me. We're living off their crumbs. This is all bullshit. That's it. And it's, yeah. and it's like, as we mentioned, yeah, he's absolutely right. Oh, no, like, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, and, it, and Michael Keaton has said, like, you know, you know, some people think they're always the victims. And that's what this, that's what Tombs is. It's like, no, Tombs got screwed. Like, did it, does that mean he needs to be an arms dealer? No. But he got r- yeah. rudely fucked over. Massive overreaction. But he is in the right. Yeah. yeah. Tony Stark sucks. Like, Tony Stark just fucked this guy over and it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, and we're supposed to think that Tony Stark is great. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So they fight and, and. Uh, Peter Parker brings it up inside of him, manages to, uh, to even though they crash the plane, to kind of save the vulture from dying and uh, be a good guy. Yeah. And then um, then I, I I have some problems. No, no. Uh, you know, why don't you, why don't you tell me what your problems are? Because I have a couple uh, coming up. Maybe maybe you will hit on the same points as me. Well, so some of getting into the ending. Right. So he is tied up. He is he has neatly bound all the packages together and tied through a spider fluid uh, the vulture to it. So when Happy shows up with people, they're like, oh, it's this guy and Spider-Man did it. Hooray, hooray. He has ruined Liz's life. Liz doesn't know it, but he has ruined Liz's life. So not only did he leave her at homecoming, he, you know, she found out her father was this huge criminal and is arrested. She's apparently moving to Oregon and he sees her at school like the next day and like goes up to talk. She's like, I'm so sorry. And so obviously she has bigger things on her mind. 
But being a teenager and completely rational, of course, she just goes, I hope whatever your problem is, like, you figure it out. Like, yeah. this guy has routinely fucked you over. And not even, again, like, she doesn't know that he ruined oh, her Oh, no, life. no, you're right. But, but yeah. she's just like, I'm cool and mature about yeah, this. That's... Not just about, and I was really irritated by that because, again, no consequences for his actions whatsoever. The fact that she's like, well, I still care. Because it's not even like, well, I hope you figure out your shit. It's, well, I genuinely care that I'm yeah. worried about you. That that I, I found irritating, and then the then then the end Tony Stark scene I, I found oh well okay very wait, irritating. but there's a couple things we have to touch before that uh, debate team they're planning for next year yes and Peter's like I gotta go and Zendaya's like why where are you going what's we're doing and it looks like she like she's on to yeah. him she goes no nah, I don't give a fuck just go yeah I really because again that actress I think she's gonna be around forever there's something oh, sure. so I mean, she's, incredibly charming she's about great, her but like I just did I didn't like that character and then the end thing was like oh my friends call me MJ. You wouldn't have mentioned that to these people you've been on the team with the whole time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fine. It just, it just was this like eye rolly reveal. Like, oh, that's why you've been in all these scenes that why were you there? Yeah. Oh, cause you're MJ and get ready for the next movie, everybody. Cause God forbid we just do a self-contained movie. Yeah. We got to set up the next one. Now here's, here's the other thing before we get to Tony Stark. One, the scene's actually somewhat funny, but two, really happy is just hanging out inside of a. Okay, that, that pissed me off. So yeah, so, so I thought that's what you were talking about. When no, you but I, but thank you. For, I actually kind of forgot about that. So he's he. The reason MJ has that reaction is because he gets a text that just says, "Meet me in uh, like go to the bathroom." And he's like, "Oh, all right." And it's happy in there. Tap foot at second stall. Yeah. So there's a senator in there. Uh, but so happy's in there, and like he's like, you know, this job's all I have. And starts giving the speech, and then the toilet flushes, and it's all awkward. And this guy comes out and washes his hands and leaves this very long protracted way. Happy knew the guy was in there. Yeah. Like, how could you not know the guy was in there? And so that was just really stupid. I remember watching. I'm just out loud going, I hate this. I yeah. hate this so yeah. much. <laughs> that, that, that scene was the, – the the thing I liked about it is and, – and it only works in a context of I've seen all these movies – is I like that that's Happy's idea of being a cool, like, Nick Fury moment yeah. of coming out of the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> is him hanging out yeah. in the school bathroom. Like, on paper, that's funny, but it's that's, not well, executed it's like, well. But even just on its own, that's funny. They didn't yeah. need the, the kid flushing. Like, yeah. just that, like, if they just called out that it was dramatic that he was meeting him in the bathroom. It's it's almost like that, uh, the better example I can think of is that 30 Rock, where Alec Baldwin has uh, Liz Lemon meet him at a at an art gallery. And he was like, I knew you'd come, Lemon. And she's like, how do you know it was me? He's like, I've actually done this eight times already. And I was wrong. Or, you know, whatever. Where it's just, there's a joke about how stupid the whole setup yeah, is. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like he's meeting him in a bathroom to have a heart to heart. That's weird. And just having the, like, uh, like basically a fart joke uh, happen in the yeah. middle of it was just, yeah. Okay. So then uh, he said, hey, we're going to upstate New York. And um, so feel free to leave school grounds because nothing you do matters. I, I'm torn by this scene. Essentially, he he offers him a new suit. Yeah. So he's well. He goes he goes upstate to meet uh, to Tony Stark's new location. Yeah. And yes, Tony is like, hey, it's guess like, what? hey, you can be part of the Avengers. I got a I got a I got a team of fifty reporters behind this wall. Um, that we're gonna announce who the new Avenger is. We're gonna move you in. You got a room next door to Vision. Uh, gonna be great. And Peter's like, no, nah, I think I'm just gonna keep it small for a while. You know, friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Mm-hmm. It's like that was a test, right? And he's like, "Yeah, it totally was a test." Now, this I li- I like that when the big reveal is when they open the door mm-hmm. and there's all those fucking reporters and Gwyneth Paltrow walks out. But then I hate everything after that. So it's, there's there's a really hard split because I'm like, sure. "Oh, that's a funny joke." Of no, yeah, it was totally a, it was totally a test. You passed it, 
But then all the let's get married shit was really stupid. Well, here's what I don't like about that right. scene. So this whole movie, as I've complained about, he's just like, want to be an Avenger, want to be an Avenger, want to be an Avenger. Hey, you want to be an Avenger? No. Why? Well, I think I think he learned his lesson about fighting too big of a thing. Why? Because he did the exact same thing that Tony Stark chided him for earlier, <laughs> yeah, but this know. time it was good that yeah. he disobeyed and, yeah. and risked people's lives. But this time it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, he just arbitrarily is like, no, I'm going to be a regular Spider-Man. So, okay, I guess there's some kind of maturity there. And then he turns around and immediately goes, that was a test, right? I still want to be an Avenger. I want to be an Avenger. I want to be an Avenger. So that little character growth didn't matter. Well, no, no. He it said, I want matter. to be Avenger later. It's more like, I think he he recognized he needs yeah, some Yeah, but the fact that he's like, that was a test. That's still like, that. that's his his goal inside. I just did, I just don't think that character growth was earned or... Or, or valid. Well, that's why I didn't think it was particularly character growth in that he turned around and said that was a test. But, like I, th- but yeah. I feel like the movie pretends that it, then in, then he's had no growth throughout the entire movie. Oh, I, yeah, I don't think so. I yeah, just, and yeah. that's not well, good. Well, no growth, but like not much. <laughs> yeah, it's like cool. That was yeah. that was great that nothing happened to him, and again, nothing was yeah. of any consequence. But then, but then the yeah. The, so yeah. Pepper Potts comes out, and oh my god, Gwyneth Paltrow is back in the MCU. Whoopty shit. And yeah, there were there were reporters waiting back there. And he's like, well, how do I get out of this? Uh, Happy, do you still have the ring? And again, being all meta, John Favreau's like, I've been carrying this since 2008. Remember yeah. when I started the whole Marvel thing? And so rather than get married out of love, Tony Stark's going to get married as a PR cover. Uh, what a lovable guy. What a yeah. great human being. Uh, he's great. We should all love him. And Pepper Potts is like, oh, you rascal. Uh, back home. He's in his apartment. He's like, "Hey, Anne May, you here?" And and she doesn't answer. So of course he goes, "Oh, I'll just I'll just be in my Spider-Man suit with my with my uh, with my with my face mask off with the door open because uh-huh. because my Aunt May didn't immediately answer." And then <laughs> so that's, she goes, coast is clear. What the fuck? And then it cuts to yeah. Uh, 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 the the end sequence and the end uh, title sequence. Uh, delightful. Oh yeah, uh, fun and job. colorful and, and good. Uh, now, did you watch both of the after credit no. sequences? No, I did not. Fir- I, I'm sorry, I failed you. Uh, well, the second one is uh, well, the first one is they are in jail together, uh, Tombs uh-huh. and Nacho from I don't know his name, but but basically. He goes, hey, man, uh, uh, do you know? Where, I heard you know where the Spider-Man is because we're going to get together. I got some friends on the outside. We're going to kill the shit out of him. And he's got a scorpion tattoo yes, on his neck. Yes, he does. And, and Toombs goes, don't you think if I knew who Spider-Man was, he would be dead right now? So it actually shows a little bit of redemptive oh, arc for him of like, hey, you saved my life. I'm not going to like, yeah, I'm not like the worst guy in the universe. Like, sure. You know, I'm a bag of shit. But, but it sets up Sinister Six. Right. Of That's the thing. But, and this is the funnier one. And I think if you still have your stars thing, I did. I did. I did read about this. I didn't uh, see it. Is, but yeah, is is maybe put this in somewhere the audio of it because it's really funny. Because I watched this in the theater. Is after five minutes of credits, uh, 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 Captain America comes out in in that style of like, "Hey, it's me, Captain America." Right. What you need to know is the lesson for this is patience. Because sometimes you wait like a really, really long time, and frankly, the payoff it's just not that good. It's like you know. Why did I just sit here in a dark room for this long? Uh, how many more of these do I have to do? And then just walks off the screen. And that's, nice. that's, it's, it's a fun, I'm, I did a poor uh, job that's, of. That's, no, but that's cute enough. I like it. it it's like, it, I like that the Avengers after credit scene was just them at the shawarma place. Like yeah, that this, was, that this was one was of my very favorite yeah. yeah. And this one, yeah, this one, because I waited through the whole thing. And it was like me and four other people in the theater by the time the, uh, the, yeah. the credits had rolled. And we all kind of looked at each other like. Yeah, they, they totally owned us. Like yeah. we, we got owned yeah. by the people at the <laughs> You Sony. took our money and then you made fun of us. Thank you very much. Uh 
I like this movie a lot more before I started thinking about it a lot and talking to you it, about it. Doesn't, it, it doesn't yeah. want you to. I mean, it's breezy. It's whatever. Yeah. I just found that like because it's so. And this is kind of the same problems I had with with the with Thor Ragnarok, where it's like it's so bloated and long, um, and some unnecessary shit that it's not. It's not. If it was much tighter, it'd be a lot funnier and, and a lot yeah. more fun. But yeah, I just it didn't do it for me. It's not like I said. It's not bad. It's fine. It's just was not my cup of tea. Well, I'm glad we didn't do Ragnarok, right? No. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't because uh, I really like that movie. But I'm thinking if I if I stared at it for too long, I would stop liking it. It's better than this. Yeah, I'll say it's better than this because this one this one I I still have fondness for, but like well, I, and it I kind of fell apart longer than the part that I thought fell apart. I thought was like six minutes, but it was actually like twenty five. It was really kind of the whole second act. Was like oh, shit. Yeah. So um, yeah, I would I would say to anybody that for some reason listened to this entire episode and hadn't seen this movie. You should watch it, but try to forget everything we said and just enjoy it. Like, if get you, slightly if you, high. If you <laughs> like Marvel movies, you'll be fine. You'll, you'll. Yeah, you'll I have really like Marvel one. movies, and now, now that I've, now that I've talked about it, I don't know that I yeah. like this. But no, I'm I, looking forward to the sequel. So. Yeah, <laughs> you'll I'm be a fine. mark. You know, John. Anytime I think about Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I think about other people with powers and other people with names after insects and small animals. You know, Batman. Mm-hmm. Puma Man, mm-hmm. Puma Man, Newt Scamander. Uh huh. You know who that is? Oh uh, yeah, isn't he in the Congress or something? Uh, no, he's the uh, lead in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Ah, that's a guy's. Oh, core. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah it's Harry the, Potter shit. So yeah, is, that's it, absolutely a guy's name. His name is Newt Scamander. Uh huh. Yeah. So he wrote. Uh, so wait, is it Newt's Commander or is it Newt Scamander? Hold on. Let me don't. Get... No, you don't. Yes. Let me just don't. Don't read a book at me. How dare you? Um, sorry, let me just read uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the book. Yes, it's by Newt Scamander. How big How big is that book? Uh, oh, it's it's small. These are, it, that's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Okay. That's Quidditch Through the Ages. Uh-huh. And that's The Tales of Beetle oh. the Bard. This, this, so uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and Quidditch Through the Ages are cute. One of them has, um, uh, it's supposed to be Harry and Ron's copy of the book. So they got them doing doodles and drawings on the pages and like making fun of other people and it's like a fun little like it's actually supposed to be their so audience apologies if this sounds weird because i've left and i'm now skyping in this is uh three hours later i've calmed down so anyway that's what happened with ariana (laughs) i mean geez god talk 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 about uh talk about a little sister family problem yeah so that, that was a Harry Potter deep cut. Yeah, I get. I figured we're gonna watch Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. The Woo. the first of the five. Are you serious? She's <laughs> planning on five. Cool. I should say though, uh, just leading into this, I'm a giant Harry Potter nerd. Mm-hmm. I don't like the movies at all. So this is like let's let's not get anybody's hopes up that this is gonna be joyously squeeing at a, at a Harry Potter thing. Uh, maybe you, you may like the movie more than I do. Yeah, who knows? Frankly. I don't like the movies because I like those books quite a lot. Okay, I like fantastic things. I like beasts. And I like finding out where things are. So there's good, there's yeah. a good chance I'm going to like this movie. Ticks all the boxes. Yep. All right, yeah. So Fantastic Weeks and Where to Find Them. I, it's probably available places. Find yeah, it. probably. Yeah. And uh, if you like the show, share it on social media and leave reviews and things because that helps us have more listeners, which makes us less miserable. Sure. Yeah, sure. All right. Bye. Bye.